Good morning and welcome to the Arconomics podcast. Today is the 3rd of February and I'm joined in London by Jen Corston and Asim Quadri. Two huge events last week. Um, one was the coronavirus and the apparent fast spread of that. And also Brexit Day finally happened. Jen, I'm going to ask you um, to just describe where we are on Brexit right now. Of course, we're actually in the transition period finally. So this means that we will contribute to the EU budget, we'll remain in the single market and customs union until the end of this year. So in short, our economic relationship will remain the same with the EU, but will no longer take part in the political process. But uh, focus now on a trade deal from the UK side. Yes, well today Boris Johnson will be setting his vision for a trade deal with Europe. He is aiming to negotiate a Canada-style agreement that would allow tariff and quota-free trading goods, but is also open to the notion that the EU and UK will end up trading on WTO terms, but with special terms on certain sectors. This is the so-called Australia-style deal. Uh, not a bad fallback position. So how has Sterling responded to this? Well, last week we saw Sterling rally a little bit. This was more on the BOE not cutting rates, though. Sterling's actually started this week on a softer note. And then the big story that came out of Asia last week was the faster spread of the coronavirus. Asim, any thoughts there? Yeah, um, so as you mentioned, uh, evidently the main talking point over the past week was coronavirus, which continued to escalate. Uh, in terms of equity markets, Chinese markets were closed last week due to the Lunar New Year, but they opened today uh, down just under 8% for the day. That's quite a sharp drop. Exactly, yeah. And losses were exacerbated by the amount of leverage in the market, which is near, near the highest it has been in, in 11 months. And any action taken centrally to try and countermand that? Yeah, so the uh, Central Bank of China uh, pumped 1.2 trillion yuan or 171 billion US dollars additional liquidity into the system through reverse repo agreements in order to help cushion the blow from coronavirus. Also, uh, we saw securities, the securities regulator in China move to limit short selling and urging fund managers not to sell shares unless they face investor redemptions. So the clear message from authority is that they're looking to support growth and reassure the market. That's quite a big, that's quite a powerful response. Do we think there's going to be an impact on GDP in China? Yeah, so we've seen an increasing number of commentators take a view and look to forecast and quantify the potential impact of the virus on growth. And also when we really may see an inflection point, as in that's the, really the key issue here, given that's what's going to drive how long, how prolonged the market and economic downturn is. The likelihood is, is that we will see a short and sharp macro impact with a large negative shock in Q1 for Chinese growth. We could see up to a 2 percentage point decrease in Chinese growth compared to initial forecasts. But consensus is that we should then see a noticeable rebound in Q2, led higher by increased retail sales. So quite a V-shaped. Exactly, yeah. The expectation is that we see a V-shaped trend uh, with Q1 um, dropping back substantially, mm-hmm. but then an uptick in Q2. So therefore, four-year growth for 2020 may not be materially lower compared to initial forecasts. Well, we'll wait and see. Any dramatic events coming up this week, Jen? Well, today the EU will be laying out its mandate for negotiations with the UK on the trade deal, but we'll just have to watch and see. Um, and otherwise, we just await developments in China. Exactly, yeah. Thank you both very much.